This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Bingetown TV. And unfortunately, for the last time, I guess, our coverage of Jujutsu Kaisen. So this is episode 23, an odd amount of episodes this season. Bullshit. Entitled. What's it titled, Dave? Shibuya Incident Gate Close. All right. So, yeah, this is the last episode of the season. I'm sure this will be much more of a of a free flowing conversation than than probably talking about going through like scene by scene type of stuff. So I I would say I guess without further Magoo, we just kind of dive in. What? Yeah, without further Magoo, you want to just get in there? All right. You mean like right meow? Yeah, right meow. I want to just get after it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, we basically opened up the episode. Yeah. Just I guess set the scene. We'll talk about everything that's ghetto and um and Sumiki. That'll be kind of the, the big conversation that's gonna start us off, and then we can get into aftermath type talk afterwards. But basically, Ghetto and and Sumiki have this conversation, this philosophical battle, if you will, that we kind of got a glimpse of earlier in the season when she has the conversation with actual ghetto. Now she's having it with pseudo ghetto, aka Kamo Noritoshi. And yeah, a lot of things are said here. Uh, some things are done here. And then he kind of dips out. So there's a lot to talk about here, a lot to break down. So I, I don't, I guess Dave, maybe just giving like a, us an idea of where you're at with what happened. Obviously, you probably have some questions, some comments. So obviously, the floor is yours. <laughs> a lot to bring up here, I guess. First being that definitely a shame that this is the end of the season. I mean, I, it sucks. I, this is. Everything is one of the past YouTube comments we got. I'm sorry that I forgot to write your name down, but you said that this was one of the best anime seasons of all time. And DZ Low 785. I've I've been sitting on this, that comment and this season now for a little bit. And I have to agree. I completely have to agree that even though as much as I like, this is just an amazing season. I'm just so upset that it has to end here at 23 episodes and not the usual 24 episodes um but we can that's fine i mean the ending was phenomenal but i will say that this was definitely for me probably the most confusing episode of demon slayer of all time uh just demon slayer of our star cousin <laughs> <laughs> we're also we're watching demon slayer right now so i have demon slayer on my brain too um, are you interesting well Luke's first time yeah oh classic so we're but sorry to derail us there but yeah just probably the most confusing episode because usually when 
like I know the power descriptions have been very confusing in the past, and those have been fine just because they're kind of powers, and I don't really need to fully understand what's going on. But like this conversation here is so plot heavy and plot oriented that I really was trying my best to like understand everything. And even on two rewatches or two watches, it's still been a little bit tough. Like the whole conversation about Tangan, like I guess I'm not totally clear on what Tangan's role was originally. Uh, I guess in the first place, their conversation about that, uh, how ghetto pseudo ghetto has stored all these bodies or people for so long. Um, let's just, I guess, start with the Tengen portion of it. So they're talking about Tengen's barriers. I, I don't even remember what those were, to be honest. Uh, is that do you do you guys remember? Like early in the episode, like first part of it they're talking about um yeah so i guess essentially the conversation comes down to the the difference between kind of the two paths that ghetto is offering that humanity can take moving forward so is kind of more on the path that like eventually human beings will kind of grow to a point where they can separate themselves from cursed energy which then would create a world, the world that she wants, which is this world without cursed spirits and cursed energy, mm-hmm. because humans will have hopefully evolved past the point. Because as we learned, I believe it's last episode, that or maybe we were reminded that like kind of human beings are the source of cursed energy. That's why cursed energy exists. That's why cursed spirits exist. It's because of, of human beings and their fears and their negative feelings. And so pseudo ghetto is on the other side of that of what they call the optimization path where he wants to like optimize human beings for using cursed energy mm-hmm. so she's bringing up the um the tangent part because as she mentions here and this is the first time they say it if i am not mistaken that japan has like the highest concentration of cursed energy there's the highest number of sorcerers there's the highest amount of cursed spirits in Japan. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right about that. Yeah, I think that's the first time they say it. But Tangan's ability, I mean, in my mind, is like kind of like what preserves like a little bit of like a balance there. And like, it's so hard to say because Tangan himself is such a confusing character. And he plays a huge role in the next season, which I'm probably feels a little obvious at this point because they dropped this breadcrumb. But he's kind of like Omnison and he has the barriers at the school too. But like, what is the significance? The like, because she's saying, uh, yeah. like, wouldn't you want Tengen's barriers for your optimization plan? Like, I don't like what. What does that incorporate? I guess. And like she's saying, also, Japan would practically have a monopoly on cursed energy. Like, how do they not already have it? I guess. Like, how? What leads to them getting to the monopoly? I guess. Like, I don't get that really at all. Um, so it seems, it seems to be not at mon- not not at all. But yeah, my I think it's because of it. And her understanding is that essentially Ghetto is trying to create essentially like super sorcerers in a way of these people that like optimize the use of cursed energy. Right. So and much the only that- way that it would be you would be a sorcerer is if you ate a cursed spirit like Yuji or you have control over them, I guess, in a sense, like Junpei. It's either, uh- yeah, you could become a vessel, which is Yuji's path, or you have like a technique imprinted on you, which was Junpei's path. Mm-hmm. but junpei was, junpei was like not his brain was like a non-sorcerer's mm-hmm. basically so he wasn't trained is what he's implying right mm-hmm. um 
I think he was so saying people Japan, have like latent abilities, I guess, almost untapped potential. Okay. Kinda. Okay. I get that. And he like he's basically saying like everybody that's not like those two people who can carry vessels or have abilities, fuck them, right? Yeah, I'm assuming that they're all just going to die, I guess, with these curses that he's releasing onto the world. I but... think, and the thing about Japan having a monopoly is like, what he's, it, like, what releasing cursed spirits or whatever he's doing, which causes bad thoughts, which causes more cursed spirits and cursed energy to grow because of the whole way that cursed energy works and stuff. And since it's, like, centralized this phenomenon in Japan... It was going to be. It's going to be pretty uh, present in Japan because of these events that he's these dominoes that he's knocking down. So right, right, that. Kyle. I think. So. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of my interpretation of it. It's just that Japan's kind of already right the home of, of jujitsu, essentially in the world. And then if you just give them basically just putting steroids in the water, then it's just like Japan theoretically you could probably i mean if they wanted to and it seems like this is kind of not necessarily the world that pseudo ghetto wants but when she uses the example i mean obviously the map zooms in on the united states and she kind right. of says like other countries aren't just going to sit by and like let that happen right and also realize that like this is kind of an unlimited pool almost of fuel and energy using human beings like that's just like a, a terrible i guess not probability, but situation for humanity to be in where we're kind like of you're saying turning fuel, to human beings as a fuel source. And you're saying fuel sources in, in the sense that like humans think cursed energy for things. Yes. Okay. Okay. <sighs> That's yeah. essentially that side of it. Is that like cursed energy is powerful. Sorry. It's and then very what, powerful. And then what is and, Tengen's and this, role again? So Tengen, Tengen's role in jiu-jitsu society is essentially that... He creates barrier techniques that kind of suppressed cursed spirits and like cursed energy. So he just kind of like it's I don't know how complicated or convoluted it is, but like he kind of almost like sets the foundations of society. Like he's also he old has, as fuck. He has control almost like, like if you think about like a video game, like he has controls of the sliders. So does for the most okay. part. Does does so Ghetto needs to keep him alive, or is his goal to kill him? And she's kind of you don't know she's, that. Yet. She doesn't know that either. Okay, I, I don't think you're supposed to know what his plans are with Tengen. Okay, because she is saying like it sounds basically like she's saying if she, that he does want to you he should be using Tengen in his plans for optimization. If I if I had to guess, and that he doesn't want to keep. He he wants to keep Tengen alive. I'm sorry if, I, if I had to guess. As an immortal entity and a pillar of security within the jujitsu community, not a fighter or someone who interacts with the everyday functions of the world. It's essentially the fact that she's like Shenron. Or yeah, some that, shit that like he's that. trying to like unleash this like chaotic world, which is what he wants to do. And Tengen is is a being that I guess technically, in some senses, could enhance that or also suppress that. Suppress it, right? Just block it from happening. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Tengen is like is a main player in season three, season four, like going forward. Like Tengen plays a huge role in the story. It's all of his powers get explored and he has interactions with people and that all comes up like a lot later. It's really hard for me to answer your questions yeah. because I know what 
is going to unfold. And it's hard for me to answer your questions with the knowledge that only you have right now. Mm-hmm. But look, next episode is going to be like, mm, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, obviously, as confused as I am, I don't want people to think that like I just I I didn't enjoy this finale. I just want to make sure that I'm understanding everything that was presented to me in this in this information dump because mm-hmm. it was kind of confusing. Like I get the gist of everything, you know, I, I get the the core basicness of what's happening here, but I don't want to just understand that. Like I want to understand more. If you're confused, this is really no. good resource. Um these guys they cover them anime it's called binge down tv (laughs) (laughs) but yeah essentially what what this conversation boils down to and that might be the eighth time i've said essentially but kamo nortoshi slash pseudo ghetto is now kind of creating what he considers to be like this chaos arena where he is giving people he has kind of marked people throughout his time alive essentially is what you can say he's also imbued cursed objects with sorcerers sorcerers and he is now kind of just like just creating almost this arena of like they're just gonna battle it out the cream will rise to the crop like the the, like he, he is forcing an evolution of humanity by just like creating this influx of cursed energy powerful cursed spirits like like with the act, we can jump quickly to the aftermath. The aftermath of what you see is like there's just cursed spirits rampant in the world now. He just unleashed so many of them, and what he says kind of at the end is that like you know are you like are you watching Sukuna like this is like the return of the golden age of of sorcery like the Hien era and I'm probably mispronouncing that has come again where like he is essentially creating the conditions the environment for people to evolve. He's putting so much stress on sorcerers that like they have no choice to either it's either die or you evolve and get stronger right and that's kind of what his goal is and he doesn't know where it's going to go he's just creating the conditions for it to happen yeah and he's just gonna enjoy basically the process and that's we what, know that's what the optimization part of it is it's kind of this forced evolution we know what the next arc is called they are released it officially you can say it. you can say it you want me to say it yeah it's called the culling it's called culling game arc, right, Kyle? I think so, yeah. And culling is like the when you wipe out large yeah, like w- quantities mm-hmm. of wild animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of what the 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 optimization side of it is and like we're saying Tengen's role kind of currently in society is he creates these barriers, he creates this foundation. He he doesn't let cursed energy get like completely out of control in which is pretty much the exact opposite of what pseudo ghetto wants right now. He's literally just creating this insane environment for just, you know, battle growth potential, all that kind of stuff. What was regular ghettos? I don't, I don't it's think he this, ever answered. Basically. Yeah. I was going to say he never answered the blonde woman, but I imagine it's the same thing as what the pseudo ghetto. Well, when they had that conversation, opposite. it was like, right. To get rid of, Everybody who can make curse energy. That was my my interpretation of normal ghetto was that he just literally wanted to kill everyone that didn't have a curse technique. Anyone that couldn't utilize or see cursed energy, like you just needed to die. While pseudo ghetto seems to like take that to another level. He's kind of giving up people who don't currently have it the ability to use it and then just throwing everyone into this huge battle royale, essentially. And it's Mm -hmm. like we just need to to get stronger. 
as mm-hmm. a, as a species, basically. Yep. So I mean, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Got it. Well, yeah. That's Ghetto fine. was kind of trying to pull off, kind of you know, cut off the bottom rungs of what he thought society was, which was just normal humans. To like, what, like at that point, like evolve society where like okay, now there's only quote unquote strong people left. While pseudo ghetto is kind of making it almost like a game. Yeah, I and, guess like, that'll really forcing this like wild slash wilderness environment where like we're literally fighting for survival. I guess, yeah, and my this is not a question to be answered. I guess now, but that just kind of is making me think about like. Just it's such a I guess it's such a coincidence that pseudo ghetto took over ghetto's body while having kind of like a very similar plan like it almost makes me the think curse like technique he wants that curse technique yeah and then it makes me kind of think like how much are pseudo ghetto and ghetto like actually connected like i know we saw that moment of get nor- like regular ghetto fighting back against pseudo ghetto mm-hmm. when uh gojo was talking to him for a little bit there um but how much of this would ghetto have approved of anyway you know was in the, his fight obviously that cannot be known because yeah. regular ghetto's dead as of right now but like did you know in his final moments did gojo man him to to turn him to like a quote-unquote good guy you know make him forget these plans or is he still kind of have that drive of wanting to kind of still follow through with this you know so just something i'm kind of just talking yeah, to myself about it's yeah. interesting because um yeah i think the the crux of that question is how does OG ghetto feel about pseudo ghetto kind of granting quote unquote normal humans. Yeah, it's almost like he is granting his wish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a different way to go about it. Yeah, that would be interesting actually to Mm -hmm. to think. And like, is ghetto obviously the another big overarching question is you know how alive is regular ghetto? Like, if we just you know get this guy out of his mind, is he going to be alive? We saw his body completely you know destroyed, ripped to shreds. Like, should he be dead or? Will he yeah. be able to come back to his body? I don't know. His soul seems to still be alive, at least in some capacity. Yeah, there were signs yeah. of it when like Gojo called he him out sealed. before he got sealed. Mm-hmm. And I just saw this tweet that um, his like eye twitched just now at the end of this, um, at the end of his tenure and like the... At the end, when he's like yelling at Yuji and he's got the prison realm in his hand and like he's like looking at him and Yuji's yelling at him, his like eye twitches apparently, mm. which okay. people are saying like, oh, Ghetto's there, you know, his soul. If I had to guess, I would assume that if we were to somehow like exercise pseudo Ghetto from Ghetto's body, it would just be normal Ghetto still. Like, I think he would be alive is how I would guess. Yeah, um, I don't know the ex- extent of this Noritoshi's fuckers like power. Like, can does he, he, cause he does he have does to be in a live body or or what? Like, and like he does obviously have Ghetto's memories. Exactly, he does answer uh, blonde chick's question as if it was Ghetto, and she kind of sees through it and is like, "No, I was like talking to the actual Ghetto, not yeah, it's funny. you." She just cuts but it wasn't, off. <laughs> but it wasn't answer that normal Ghetto probably would have given, you know. But yeah, just the extent yeah. of like how much they're uh they're meshing together and i guess now that we're finally i'm finally understanding the i guess the political layout of everything the next question is is how is pseudo ghetto able to use uh mojito's abilities i always thought it was he could absorb them and then like kind of resummon them or is he is this like him taking his ability to the next level of like also being able to use their abilities 
So if I'm not mistaken, I think they talked about it last episode too, in that when he like does that like maximum Uzumaki, mm-hmm. I took that as, yeah, like he can use their powers. It was an interesting wrinkle they discussed here too of that um when he absorbs the power that it's like the the technique is the technique. It's as well rounded as it is at the time of absorption. It's mm-hmm. as good as it is at the time of absorption. So he kind of let Mahito and Yuji battle it out for however long they did for months, year over these two seasons to like unlock a higher potential of the of the technique. That's my understanding of it. Is that okay. is like is his excuse me is him using that maximum output? I don't know for sure if the maximum output thing is why he can use it. It might just be like a base thing and maybe Ghetto was never actually interested in absorbing the techniques. But that is my inkling. It could also, without, I guess... Without, without researching it actually beforehand. It could also, I guess, stem somehow from pseudo Ghetto's ability as well. Maybe like just the combination of Ghetto being able to absorb a cursed spirit and then pseudo Ghetto's ability. Because we know obviously pseudo Ghetto can use Ghetto's ability, so why wouldn't he be able to like absorb and use like cursed spirit? He is he releasing old cursed spirits, or is he using Bahito's idol transfiguration to create cursed spirits, or is it both? That is a very interesting question. I yeah, that was I guess the final question that I have is like, where did these things come from? Yeah, because they just are like coming out of the ground, and he's like, yeah. The technique that he uses is idol transfiguration, and 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 um, Sumiki does comment that the, like the the symbol in the sky is the kind of hallmark of a, of a long range technique activation. So it's definitely possible, like, yeah, that he was just like idol transfiguring souls on like a, just an insane level right. in like the surrounding vicinity, and maybe the people coming out of the ground were just humans that were still left alive in the subways. I guess that could be the explanation there. Because I feel like it's a combo because he also has cursed spirits that he has like stored inside of himself. Yeah, but also I feel like he wants. A yeah, lot he of them. uses them. He uses for, them. Yeah, for what for just fighting? Right. Release them. Yeah. So I, I th- probably I, the best way to think about it is the idol transfiguration. I think. I think so. I think I saw something. I'm trying to find it right now. It was like a TikTok that definitely helped with it, but I feel like it was. Um, yeah, basically, ghetto. I guess had these people stored, and then like the moment that he had idle transfiguration what he was looking for like he just released all of them basically at once as something the the basic level of understanding that i took from the the tiktok that i saw but there's like because there is a hint they they flash something i guess it might have been this episode another episode but there's something i guess that gets flashed that implies that like ghetto had this like stockpile of humans just like at the ready essentially I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I in the actual curse spirit that he keeps inside of him. I think I'm convinced of myself that he wouldn't actually release those. The ones that he like swallows himself because he wants those to be able to like, you know, fly on, play defense, shoot them out for offense type of deal. So I think it's just idle transfiguration of of humans, and also he wanted the idle transfiguration to activate, like he marked. For example, Megami's sister. Right. He had marked people in their brains 
to make them, I guess, able to use curse techniques. And then he, Idol Transfiguration was the second part where he then can change their soul so that they can actually like use and like understand and see cursed energy. I think this, my interpretation of I it. think this confirms that Ghetto's power allows him to tap into the cursed spirits techniques if I mean, you like develop it further. I think that. I, I, I think I just Googled it and the first thing that popped up and Google notoriously the first answer is not the greatest, but it is Reddit. And that's the way I use Google now is whatever slash Reddit. Um, so it said it's because of the, it's the maximum output. Okay. Like that like elevated level, like the, the highest level of, of OG Ghetto's curse technique. Yeah. When he made the comment that it was really cool when he made the comment of like, I really was hoping to get Jogo's ability too. Yeah. It's just like, I was sick. Just like reminds me of like Blackbeard from One Piece. Like this guy just rolling up, stealing everyone's abilities, just becoming the strongest. That (laughs) That was a really cool comment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, What a season. That was, yeah. That was, that was really helpful for me personally. It's just, and he just kind of fucks off (laughs) with the, with the prison realm. Yeah. That was, it's just funny just being reminded that Gojo's just like in there yeah and I think like it's eyes are like that because it's Gojo's eyes right the the blue eyes around the it wasn't like that initially yeah like if it was anyone else's eyes it wouldn't be as cool basically is what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) Um, dude this anime was taking social media by storm man all season long I don't know if you guys saw yeah, yeah, for sure. I just, Did you see that shit about the new the New Year countdown? No. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's messed up. People were timing the New Year to the plasma star vessel getting popped in the head by Toji, <laughs> oh which God. is like so. I saw another one cynical. too. It's a of wild being, one to pick. I saw another one of it being Nanami getting blown up. <laughs> But it's like, it's like it blows like, up in his confetti. confetti and it's like happy new year and it's like <laughs> Yuji's face like <laughs> okay yeah, they don't I think time that shit to, like, is Yuji's weird. Yuji's black flash on Mahito I think no. that's what I would want to time it to. I, I find that shit really weird uh, but it makes me proud that it's so popular. Yeah the this season time. has been huge and honestly it puts a, a feather in the cap of so Gege Akutami the author I feel like has it's hard to tell I think if it's sarcasm or not, but like has expressed publicly his disdain kind of for Gojo as a character. And I think this season kind of is a good example of why like Gojo gets removed from the chessboard and it's literally insane. Like all the fights are sick and all the moments are crazy. Obviously a lot of people end up dying because of it. Cause Gojo's not there, but that adds a lot of tension. So I, I think Gojo's probably it's interesting paradox almost that Gojo's like the, probably the most popular favorite character, but this season people love so much. And I think the reason why Loki, they liked it is because Gojo's not around and like it forces everyone else to do things. Yeah. hundred so percent. Yeah. yeah. It's a very interesting part of this story. The fun. Uh, one thing I saw was, I don't know if you've even seen this Kyle, but apparently gay J whatever the, the mangaka's name is. he, draws his inspiration he says the anime that heavily influenced this one the most was akame got kill very just crazy everybody's like yuji's dead yeah because <laughs> <laughs> of, um, of tatsumi i guess just really quickly before we move on so just to recap so at the very end he's talking about his packs that's just like from him being around from hundreds of years he's just been going up to both sorcerers and non-sorcerers to... he, or I feel is it like... to the two type of people the, that he's going up yeah to? the packs 
to, in my interpretation, is sorcerers, like him and sorcerers kind of almost agreeing to this. It, it, that's kind of all I'll say because it definitely it comes around later and it's quite important. And I think it's yeah, like I, I guess to talk about it now. But like the non-sorcerer people, it seems to be people that he just kind of claimed like making me a sister. They told us in season one about about her story, about how she like went to that bridge, like with the cursed energy area and fell into a coma type of deal. And he yeah, I completely that, like, forgot about that, too. Yeah, so. like his cursed energy has put most of them in a coma. Like, I think it seems to be that he selected the non-sorcerer contingents. Because if you're not a sorcerer, you wouldn't know him. You wouldn't know to, like, ask. But the sorcerer thinks he's made, like, deals with over his years of being alive. Okay. It was like- he, I mean, he wants... Because he's obviously wants as many strong sorcerers as possible. Because he's be involved says- in this, quote-unquote, culling game. This kind of forced evolution of humanity. He needs strength to do that. He says something about like the cursed objects that he distributed. Do you know? Yeah, what? I we know what that means, but I I don't. It just it, it you'll understand it later. I think does that like trigger people to enter these like home? Because then he just is like, okay, yeah, I distributed these these cursed objects, and then I forged all these packs with sorcerers. I just I don't know. It, it's, I know exactly what that means. We know exactly what that means. You'll learn what that means. I'm just assuming he's just got a fat army of people at his side. I guess I don't really. I, I we've been introduced to the pack concept before, and I, I still am a little shaky on it. But we haven't like seen it in a minute. I feel like is it just yeah. who may who I, else? When have we ever also seen a pack? Was that what was Toji's thing again? He has Sukuna a made restriction. Sukuna make. Sukuna made a pact with Yuji when he was yep. like, I can only use your body for this amount of time and da-da-da, like mm-hmm. all that stuff. So there's some sort of parameters that are made. And also Mahito had like made a pact with Mekamaru, right? Mm-hmm. And also like Mahito hinted at making pacts with himself. That yeah, you can make you can make binding vows with yourself. Right. Okay. That like that's kind of there's a lot of um, rules, dude, and that's yeah. what's actually confusing and hard about it's gonna get it gets more detailed and intricate, especially in this next arc. Um it's it's hard sometimes if you're not up to date with the manga week by week and you just come in after like five chapters and you're like catching up, you're like, wait a second. I always have to yeah. read a few chapters before. I always do that anyway with other manga, like One Piece, but it's it's on it's enhanced definitely with Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. Uh, you know, we just caught up. Yeah, we just caught up. So it's on a three a, week bro. break right now. It yeah. sucks. So we gotta wait three it's, weeks. <laughs> both the anime and the manga raised the damn roof this year in 2023. Yeah. Well, oh my God, last yeah. year we should yeah. say. I mean, this there are also a couple other important parts of the episode we didn't cover, like the five. Uh, Oh yeah, well, that the- that's honestly, I feel like we're gonna get like now we can transition kind of into the aftermath of Ghetto leaving mm-hmm. type of deal. I mean, we kind of I feel like hashed out. It seems it exposes Yuji, the mechanisms of everything, mm-hmm. like their conversation, how things happened, all that kind of stuff. I the last comment I'll make here is I just I love um, Sumiki. They did like so much. They reminded me of um, Full Metal. Her face, like the way her like drawing would shift when she was like huh? like shocked it looked like the way that the full metal activist characters would go and oh, yeah. reminded me of Ed now but she's just great she's a great character she's gonna fucking play a good role moving her, forward her thing is sick yeah her yeah yeah for sure i mean she's we know we haven't seen her fight she's yet in anime right 
No, no, not at all. Oh, so we just see the like centipede looking thing. Oh, yeah, that flies around. She's an S class. Yeah, she's she's a special grade. So she's on, more confusing. Not necessarily on Goja's level. But. And then just more confusing stuff here with the political. Like I get at the core of it again that they're talking to that Japan is like a dead zone or whatever. But I just <laughs> the, the, who, the politicians speaking and saying like the Japanese federal bureau and. We got to move all the prime ministers, and uh, it's just a lot, I guess, to handle here too. That was like real life politics. So re- in real life, they fucked up like the line of succession so hard they killed so many people. They basically just unleashed. At this point, this is kind of it. Kind of gives us more like aftermath stuff. He unleashed all of those transferred humans, cursed spirits, mm-hmm. and the. It's kind of hard. I, I. It was hard for me to to discern, but like. That prime minister stuff was like real life politics that were being impacted by everything that's going on. And then the, they talk about like expanding the barriers to like the prefecture. Um, yeah. Boundaries. And that's like jujitsu sorcerers. That was the jujitsu politics, like the the council of elders. I don't know exactly know what they're called, to be quite honest. But they're basically trying to put like barriers up to like contain all of the cursed spirit. They're kind of pretty much giving up on the Shibuya area and the other like, areas. How- Those are just like. Are we to imply that these people have been evacuated and or like murdered? Like is all of Japan away or it's like those five districts or whatever they yeah, listed? It's that blacked out area they show in the map. Like they're trying to put a huge jujitsu society is trying to put a huge barrier in that area. And then basically saying that it's just whatever happened. It's a free for all in there. Like we can't save it. Like whatever happens in there happens in there. And then cursed spirits are going to be publicly announced, which I always forget that they're just not known yeah. by people. So that's like the real politicians that know shit like area 51 shit Mm -hmm. and being forced to admit their existence which they're afraid to do because of the other powers like america and yeah and whatever they actually like say it Mm -hmm. yeah and that's part of um what we talked about earlier of like when other countries find out about cursed energy and maybe other potential uses for it it's not going to be the outcome that that pseudo ghetto thinks it might be is kind of the what Sumiki's perspective is on it. But yeah, and then like Galki brought up, we get into those very important five kind of rulings, dust decrees. Um, that's kind of a combo too with, with Yuta coming back. So I don't think we need to like break down the scene itself, but Yuta right. obviously has returned. I'm just curious, Dave, I guess on your initial takes all the thing i saw online. i love that he has the white robe i think it's yeah. so badass people are obviously pretty hyped that yuta's back i think they timed like the release of i guess maybe like the order of doing the movie of chapter zero and then into this season was like perfect i mean yeah i i still think i would have liked to see the movie before season one to be honest i know alki disagrees with me hard on that it's just, dumb I just feel like <laughs> some of the surprises would be better like if I saw the movie first because it, I wouldn't have remembered some of the information, I guess, from the movie coming to this point. So I, I, I either way, I seeing you to back was just like awesome. I love seeing the memes of, you know, what jujitsu jujitsu tech does to a person and it's like beforehand utah and he's like all happy and smiley and then it's like after it's just like this like depressed looking human being with like a fake smile same thing with yuji now like yuji is totally fucked after everything that he's gone through mentally so his face is like not as happy as it used to be but 
yeah just can't wait to see under his eyes yeah just uh can't wait to see Rika Chan. Like the big thing, one thing I'll, I guess I'll bring up now too. Alki and I had already kind of like talked about this before. Is um, the first thing that I thought of from the movie is, you know, how is Utah going to be strong without Rika Chan? Because I guess my impressions of the movie when we had last left it was going to be that she had been exercised and there wasn't going to necessarily be a monster still with. Utah, but I've, I mean, it wasn't like spoiled for me, but the, the thing that I saw that how it kind of helped me understand what's going on here is that her soul was more so exercised and not the actual monster that fights for Utah. So the monster is still going to be there. It's just not going to be like, he'll, he probably still calls it. He does still call it Rika Chan, but it's not, it's just, I guess the body of the spirit that Rika was inhabiting. And so that was something that I was like not sure of like how he was going to be capable without Rika. So it's good to know that he still has her and that's he's still going to be like a a badass because of it. Pretty sure a good way to think about it is like he was cursed by Rika. Yeah. He and he was, was cursed. he was kind of he was exercised in a way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then and then like the reason why he was so strong before that he was exercised was because he had amp like endless curse energy because of this as special grade curse spirit that was attached to him but now he uh was freed of that burden and like the the like rika still stuck to him but it's no longer haunting him right okay. right kyle that is my interpretation of it i i thought it and I could be thinking about this the wrong way, but I it's thought it was almost confusing. like the reverse. Yeah, where like he, like he was cursed, and then he kind of flipped it. Where then like he cursed her, right? Like cursed kinda. the cursed spirit, her, not like the real her. If that makes sense. Yeah. Either way, I I get it that it's just more so the 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 human I guess side of her that got exercised and is like free. And it's just now kind of a shell, if you want to think of it like that. He was initially a special grade cursed human haunted by his late childhood friend. And they actually say it like with words in the movie. But it's it's I love seeing uh, Rika back because, again, I was just worried about like how Yuta was going to be so strong with like just a sword, basically kind of thing. And I'm sure he is like, you know, obviously very capable with that. So we've obviously we see him here take down the beast with the sword. So obviously I know he's that strong, but I know Rika is really like what sets him above and beyond the rest, essentially. And the fact that he's coming for Yuji is just going to be so interesting, too, because we're gathering. There's a lot of votes now that are. I mean, it's obviously in place now that the the suspension on Yuji's execution is removed and now he's going to be executed um but yeah because i mean we saw whatever the guy the lazy guy's name he said i'm gonna fight for all my yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get ug killed as well after what i've seen here so it's kind of interesting seeing how that has all culminated into now ug being exiled and how he said it too we were watching and that was going through all five of those um uh, whatever you want to call them, yeah, the decrees or whatever. Decrees, and like it says, Gojo has been excommunicated. Now he's just like, what a fucking bunch of idiots, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, and well, I'm just thinking the same they've thing. They've talked it's about like, it. They've hated him. Yeah, they have. 
They've always hated him. So this is kind of like a very opportunistic move from them, I guess you could say. They're stupid. They're just like, they're fucking themselves. They're totally dumb. If they get rid of Gojo, like what's preventing them from getting fucked over you know so and i mean they the principal and the principal yeah principal gets caught up in it says he's kind of to blame essentially he's you know it's just like wild yeah so i have some more details about utah if you guys care to hear sure so following his victory with um i guess ghetto in the movie Utah discovered he was the one who cursed Rico when they were young, not the other way around. Oh, that's what it was. And he's a descendant of Michizani Sugawara. Uh, I guess I can't fucking remember if that's part of the movie or not, so I'm going to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But that makes sense. It was the big reveal was that, yes, he, I remember that being the thing. But he also has vast, uh, um, like vast Cursed cursed energy. Yeah, yeah, and he I forgot his power is so sick. You remember what it it's, is, right? It's mimicry, dude. Oh yeah, that's it's right. so fucking cool, man. It's so badass. He's so badass. And Gojo Steady says that he can surpass him, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, I just <laughs> he's such a beast. Can't wait. I just can't wait. I want to see, I want all of it. I want all the strong characters. You know I love them. Well, I was just reading something interesting that initially I think JJK was supposed to be like six chapters. And like he pres- they presented it as six chapters. Yuta was the main character. Yuji wasn't a character. And then people were like, I guess maybe editors or something read it and was like, dude, this is good. Like you need more. So he had to change the whole story up basically. And I wonder if the first six so chapters were chapter like zero originally in sure, there. Yeah. yeah. So Yuta's like the main character, but not the main character. Mm-hmm. He's just the man. I can't wait to see him in action now. Like because yeah. I still feel like at the end I of mean, he's the at the end of the movie he's still you know, he's not fully fleshed out as a fighter yet. I mean, obviously yeah. he had the big win over Ghetto, but like you know, he was still he was still wet behind the ears. He was still young yeah. and you know, now he's, he's fully fleshed out. Yeah, exactly. He's been to Africa, he studied a little bit, so yeah, and that kind of means sets us up perfectly for the ending. It's just that he's kind of accepting this mission to be Yuji Itadori's executioner. We do learn that, oh my God, I was making it such a point to not forget his name, and now I can't remember the, the curse. The story. principal? No, curse speech. Oh my God. In Inuzumaki or something? Inumaki? What's his fucking name? Inumaki? Yeah, yeah. Is that it? I it's an I and I think it's yeah, an I Inumaki. Okay. Inumaki. But I on. forgot about it. Yeah, I forgot about that too. That was fucking So that's that's a thing. And then we kind of just end with Yuji. He's kind of walking alone on this street. He's inside of this barrier of chaos, whatever the hell you want to call it, this just playground of of cursed energy and cursed spirits. Collapses hands a little bit, summons some out, and then it's pretty much our ending. That's what we end the season on. Um, yeah. Dude, Jay- there was a big debate kind of throughout if whether this would actually be the ending or we would get like the next chapter to be, I guess, episode 24, which is what I had been anticipating when I was, I guess, brainwashed that there was 100% going to be 24 episodes. So, I I mean, the next season is going to just start off just hot as hell. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It was <laughs> two years be between seasons one and two. So hopefully it's... They said 2025. 
Uh, that's <laughs> we'll, we'll have demon slayer between J- them jjk yeah. is so legit like people get egghead. fucked up bro inumaki doesn't have no fucking hands no more because of this shit sukuna <laughs> just slaughtered so like neither does toto toto's missing toto lost yeah, toto's, i know yeah. like nobody's His curse techniques dead nobody's safe bullshit well that's what that's i kind of so crazy well man. that's what i kind of the the clap at the end here i'm not gonna lie i was totally expecting yuji to just vanish Oh, that'd like, be I crazy. Thought, I thought he would have been somehow like inherited. Uh, I thought it was Toto's a call body. to Toto as well. It was probably in some way, though, a call to Toto, like my best two friends. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, baby. I, I, I can't wait. I just I don't know what else to say besides that this I agree um, that this was one of the best anime seasons of all time. Straight bangers. Read. No skips. Read. I, I was telling Alki, I want to read. So, fuck bro, just that, try I, to I hold out. Yeah. Dude. I'll hold out. I think try to. I can't believe you, I can't believe you like avoided it, spoilers. Once I get like, t- oh, I, I was telling Alki too. Um, and I think after next arc, go ahead and read. It was. I've seen like minor. I'm not going to bring them up on the podcast now. I've seen yeah, like yeah. minor, minor spoilers, and then, uh, we can talk about it off podcast. He like, said he said something, and the way his brains work, and I just, it's it so go. good, just not commenting on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah, looking forward to it. Um. Yeah, so that's going to wrap up our Jujutsu Kaisen coverage. Um, we obviously enjoy doing the anime stuff, the manga stuff, so we're going to keep an eye out. I have no idea what's like next in terms of anime series. We're currently doing Yu Yu Hakusho, the live-action remake, I guess you could say, on Netflix. So been enjoying that show a lot. Holidays got ahead of us, obviously, and, and kind of interrupted that recording schedule. But we just have episode four and episode five still to come. So we'll get those out as soon as we can. And then we'll be on to the next one. The anime coverage, I think, has built up an, a decent amount of momentum at this point that uh, we really don't want to stop it. We enjoy talking about it. These episodes are always a blast and a good time. And it keeps me on top of my anime game for the most part. So that's always a nice little extra there. And outside of anime, what is Binchtown TV doing? Binchtown TV obviously is more than just anime. So we are covering Reacher Season 2 on Amazon Prime. And what is coming after that? Oh, Percy Jackson. Duh. I'm on that show on Disney Plus, which has been fantastic. So if you're one of the legends out there that likes Percy Jackson and anime, then totally check out our Percy Jackson coverage because we're also in that camp. And then coming after that, who knows? I know there's a lot of shows that are probably coming. I don't have a list of them in front of me. I, True Detectives coming back, I think, early 2024. I think we're looking That's into that. Hype. There's just, yeah. So, Binchtown TV is more than just anime. Like I said, we love TV shows. We're going to keep covering TV shows until who knows. So, stick with us for as long as you want to. The best way to support us is going to be uh, subscribing on whatever you're listening or watching on. You want to throw us a like on YouTube. That would be perfect as well. You want to throw us a comment on YouTube. We would appreciate that as well. It's always fun to talk to people in the YouTube comments. Shout out to, and I had it up the whole freaking episode for this moment, and I put it away. So I'm going to just keep saying words until I find it. And okay. So yeah, DZ Low 785. Great comment on the last episode of ours on YouTube. So thank you for listening and watching and interacting. And then uh, the classic, the OG, Aid Goldberg 5972. Been with us since the start our encyclopedia of JJK knowledge. 
I expect a lot of corrections essentially on us flubbering around with Tangan's abilities and what curse energy optimization means. So she, she just, brought up a uh, Haikyuu on one of the comments, and that's oh. actually we definitely should be covering that when yes, the, the movie those comes movies out. Come out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, can't wait for that. Jesus. Down. <laughs> Yo, before you I sign this off, okay. before you sign us off, I want to ask, what do you think Ooh. was better season? Four of Demon Slayer, which was the most recent one, the Sword Village arc, or this arc, yeah. this season? As as a season, as like a, a, an arc, as a story, this. Yeah, I agree. But oh, dude, Demon Slayer individual moments. I think Demon Slayer's like fight, anime. Just, yeah, the Demon sun, Slayer's what, anime the, is the best. The Sun Dragon Halo dance dance moment in Demon Slayer is like. It's just unbelievable. Demon Slayer legitimately makes me like cry. It makes me want to just it also throw is, my body off a building. It's hard to compare <laughs> in, in like, also in like, because the newest episode, the newest seasons, if you want to call them that, of Demon Slayer have only been like seven, eleven episodes, whereas this yeah. was twenty four episodes. Like Granted, enough, though, the same amount of episodes. Twenty of these have been episodes out. were probably just complete fire. So I mean, yeah. that's not. Really I would the say best as, as a full season, yeah, as a full season collection. Yeah, I'd it was probably, probably JJK yeah. over like, season four over yeah. over the. Yeah. The anime you, and Demon Slayer is fucking fantastic. Sorry, I was saying this to Dave. I think that the Demon Slayer anime is better than the Jujutsu Kaisen anime, but I think I put the Jujutsu Kaisen story higher than Demon Slayer's. I get down with that. I get down with that. Tanjiro, I, Tanjiro's my I, guy. I love that. I dude. do love me some fucking Demon Slayer, bro. We've been yeah, rewatching. Yeah. We were talking every about every single it. moment is like when we um when we just read, when we wrapped up our last D and D session of like Demon Slayer is up there with high Q of like shows that get me so unbelievably hype like i feel like i just have like jet fuel coursing through my veins when i watch that Luke show just is midway through the mugen train arc right now and- <laughs> oh my god dude. <laughs> is high q like, on demon slayer's know. level or is demon slaver on high q's level High Q's uh, number like, one. Yeah, High Q's <laughs> in its fear of its own man High Q number I, one is it's just the best it's dude i think they're watching one. it with the fucking movie though man i think it'll be I'm fine just, I, I think, think I'm resigned fun. to the fact that I just want more content. True. <laughs> yeah, it's been so. I mean, cool. yeah, you're right. We just watched yeah. him kick the shit out of like basically the favorites and nationals. Like, how can I? How can you leave us on such a cliffhanger? Yeah. The twins oh. were sick. Oh, bro, there's so much I could recast. <laughs> Timing is perfect. Let's, re- let's rewatch IQ as our next anime <laughs> series. All right, we got to sign oh off. Yeah. So thank you for staying for that little fangirl moment that we all just had over some series that we love uh we love you guys we love you guys for listening we love you guys for following we love you guys for supporting all because uh, for of the aid. last time for the last time on the jujitsu kaisen coverage for season two we are binge town tv and thank you for listening you're listening to the geekscape network